Always do it on my own, so I gotta get through it And the only thing I know is to love what I'm doing Never give up, never slow, till I finally prove it Never listen to the no's, I just wanna keep moving Yeah, I put out all this art, it's my only medicine, yeah Everything I do, I'm just being genuine, yeah I'm sick of being screwed, feel my own adrenaline, yeah I do just what I do, and I hope you let me in, let me in, yeah Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Don't Feed After Midnight. I'm Steve, and there is no Mike. Mike's on vacation in Vegas going to a concert because he has a social life, and I do not. <laughs> um, today we're going to try something a little bit different. I thought we might try a few short episodes uh, where I can talk about characters from the comic book uh, world that I think are pretty cool. You know, characters that I followed my whole life. Um, the first one is a character that you've heard me talk about before called Moon Knight. Uh, a lot of people will look at Moon Knight and assume he's just a Batman knockoff, you know, which is a fair comparison. Um, but realistically, he's a lot different. Uh, he's not rich. <laughs> you know, he's definitely not avenging his parents. Uh, Moon Knight is, a, uh, his real name is Mark Spector. He actually appeared in a comic book called Werewolf by Night uh, in August of 1975. But he proved to be so popular that he wound up getting his own series in 1980, which I actually have that first issue um, because the cover is bad. It's just badass. It just looks amazing. Um, Mark is the son of a Jewish rabbi. Um, he's a former Marine CIA operative who basically becomes a mercenary because, you know, he's got conflicted feelings about violence and morality, but he likes making money and he knows he's good at it. You know, uh, during a job in the Sudan, he's absolutely appalled by the ruthless, uh, fellow mercenary, the actions of fellow mercenary, Raul Bushman. And Bushman's a character that pops up from time to time in Marvel. He's all right. You know, I'm not a fan, but he's just one of those guys that they'll throw in from time to time to move the plot along. Um, Bushman actually attacked and killed archaeologist uh, Dr. Al-Ran. Al-Ran, I never say it right. Um, Spectre saves the archaeologist's daughter and colleague, uh, Marlene, and fights and is defeated by Bushman. Uh, Bushman basically shoots Spectre and is left, you know, leaves him to die in the desert. Um, the dying Spectre is brought into a recently unearthed tomb for shelter and placed before the statue of the, of the Egyptian moon god Khonshu. Um, <clears throat> he seems to die, but suddenly he sits up and he revives, fully healed. He claims that Kanchu wants him to be the Moon Knight, redeeming his life of violence by protecting and avenging the innocent, you know, the old typical tale of, you know, go out and make right, you know, because you were a jerk. Um, <laughs> it's later revealed that Kanchu actually is real, one of several entities from the other world, these ancient gods, um... Other, other void, I should say, is a dimension outside normal time and space. They were worshipped as gods by ancient uh, Earth people, but they weren't really the Egyptian gods. They were just, you know, really powerful beings that people worshipped and attributed to their particular pantheon. 
Um, basically, when he was returned to the U.S., he invests his mercenary money in becoming a crime fighter. He calls himself Moon Knight, and he's aided by his colleague Jean-Paul Frenchy Duchamp um, and Marlene, who becomes his lover and eventual the mother of his daughter. Um, along with his costume alter ego of Moon Knight, though, he uses four other identities to gain information from different social circles. A billionaire businessman, Steve Grant, uh, taxi cab driver, Jake Lockley, Lockley, I should say, uh, red-haired little girl, inner child, and suited consultant, Mr. Knight. Um, a red-haired little girl, and I have no idea how he pulled that off, um, but it, it, it worked. Uh, but the thing is with Mark is that, you know, he's got dissociative identity disorder. Uh, so he's got different identities, multiple, multiple identities in his head. And he's sometimes it's described by the writers of the comic as being schizophrenic, but he's actually not uh, schizophrenic. Um, basically, like, the, alter, the alternate identities known as Grant and Lockley originally manifested when he was a kid. And subsequent identities emerged throughout his adulthood. Um, it's debated in different stories whether Spectre's uh, disorder is due to childhood trauma or the result of brain damage caused caused by his psychic connection with Kanchu. Um, a connection compelling you know Moon Knight's person personality to shift between uh, four major aspects of the Moon God's multifaceted nature. You know you have the Traveler, the Pathfinder, the Embracer, and the Defender of those who travel by night. So depending on when you approach Moon Knight, you never really know who you're going to get. Um, Kanchu claims he created a psychic connection with Mark Spector when the, uh, when the latter was a really young boy, decades before he was ready to fully be recruited as uh, Kanchu's avatar on Earth. The, uh, the left fist of Kanchu, as it's called. Um, so the 80s, the 80s comics went back and forth. He joined the West Coast Avengers for a little bit of time. He went back in time with them. Hawkeye created some weapons when they were back in time that Mark actually was given when he, in the future. Um, it's very kind of weird. Um, the, n the newer incarnations of Moon Knight, um, they haven't really rewrote his origin story too much. Um, one of the more, more intriguing ones recently is they have uh, Mark Spector woke up in a mental institute with no recollection of his past or how he got there. The staff is led by a Dr. Emmett, um, who seems to have supernatural powers and thwarts Mark's attempts to recover his past. Um, Mark's shown evidence that he's mentally ill, um, and basically he's convinced himself that he's also Moon Knight, uh, who's a vigilante that Mark sees on TV, on the news. So he thinks he's Moon Knight, but he's really not. Um, Kanchu actually contacts Mark and explains that Emmett is an avatar like him, one who's connected with a, diff a different god from the other void called Emmett. Um, basically, Kanchu decides it's now time for him to completely dominate Mark Spector's body. Mark denies Kanchu and fights with him with the help of all of his alter egos, but Mark, attack, uh, Mark basically accepts that whether they're the result of childhood trauma or Kanchu's interference, his alters are a part of him and have been for most of his life. So by accepting that, he reached, reaches basically some level of peace, um, and he's able to defeat Emmett and Kanchu. And after doing that, Mark actually resumes his life as Moon Knight, determined to be a protector and crime fighter in his own terms, rather than as a tool of, of anyone else. Um, 
later, as the issues go on and on, Mark actually reconciles with Kanchu and they resume their bond. Uh, in Moon Knight Volume Nine, this is from 2018. Um, after reappropriating Kanchu. Mark resumes his normal life and his Moon Knight activities for a while. He runs into Bush, Bushman again, and who actually collaborates with this mental patient, uh, referred to as Patient 86, and becomes an avatar of Ra and calls himself the Sun King. Together they, they come to Marlene's house, discover she and Jack Lockley had a child together, a revelation that shocks Mark Spector and Steve Grant. So Mark didn't even realize that his alter ego had a kid, which is pretty messed up. Um, Basically, uh, Bushman and Sun, the Sun King, which is a horrible name for a character, by the way, uh, kidnap Marlene and lure Moon Knight to an island base. But with Conchu's guidance, Moon Knight is actually able to over, overpower Sun King. Uh, but Bushman escapes, of course, you know, as he does. He, he would, you know. Um, and this, this this leads to some different adventures and stuff like that. He actually takes part in the, um, I want to say, not the Secret Wars, but... A couple of episodes. There's a really, really interesting comic where Spider-Man brings him along with him, and Mark's like, "Where are we now? Are we on the moon? What the hell's going on?" And Spider-Man's just like, "Just shut up. Just, just punch where I tell you to punch." And Mark's like, "All right," because he's all messed up in the head. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Kanchu himself actually starts to go a little crazy. I don't know if it's they're, they're running it as, as the bo- because of the bond from with Mark. It's making him a little nuts or something or what, but. Kanshu, this ancient god, decides to take over Earth to protect it, and he compels Moon Knight to acquire power for him with enhanced abilities and insight and convinced that Kanshu's plan is the only way to protect Earth, of course, from the demon lord Mephisto and others. Moonlight actually takes the power of Iron Fist, Ghost Rider, Thor's Hammer, and some of Doctor Strange's magic. So he basically absorbs all these powers from them. With this kind of power and, and more, Kanshu begins to reshape the Earth, uh, during a battle with the Black Panther, Moon Knight temporarily becomes a host for the Phoenix Force. So it's, it's crazy. This guy has his finger in all sorts of pies. He's impacting Earth, all sorts of superheroes and villains. Um, but rather than allow the Phoenix power to cleanse the Earth by wiping out humanity, Moon Knight releases the power even while the Avengers defeat Khonshu. The Asgardians imprison Khonshu and Moon Knight, uh, but Moon Knight's eventually allowed to return to his activities on Earth as a hero while they keep uh, uh, Khonshu locked up. The Black Panther, T'Challa, offers him a membership in the Avengers again, but Moon Knight refuses, preferring to focus on battles he understands and, uh, and angry at Khonshu's extreme actions. So, um, basically, he knows his limits. You know, He knows like some things are simply beyond his grasp, and the galactic-spanning battles and stuff like that are something he can't handle, because he's already mentally unstable. You know, so he's going to stick to what he knows. He's going to see a bad guy. He's going to punch him. You know, um, you know. Despite believing that Kanshu is a god unworthy of his worship, Mark Spector still considers them to be spiritually connected and decides to continue acting not only not only as a knight of the moon god, but also as a priest of his teachings. He creates uh, the Midnight Mission, which is a religious congregation following the teachings of Kanshu, but not necessarily Kanshu himself. As its high priest, Mark adopts his Mr. Knight suit and a mask as his official uh, religious vestments, which is like a white suit um, with a white mask, kind of like the, the one the Rose wears, uh, which is, this, you know, like a, like a ski mask, basically, but it's silk. It's pure white. 
and he's got like the moon crescent on it. So he dresses all in white, but he's got like a white tie and a white suit coat. You know, basically he's wearing a suit with a white mask. So instead of wearing his giant cloak and armor, you know, he looks like a dude in a white mask and a white suit, um, which is a kind of cool look. I'm not gonna lie, it's different, <clears throat> but it's it's certainly not something you expect to see a superhero uh, superhero wear. <laughs> um, basically, living at the Midnight Mission, he offers aid uh, and will listen to anyone who visits and needs his help and determines whether they're worthy or not. You know, as Moon Knight Mark actually frees several, frees several people who were kidnapped by vampires and unwillingly made into vampires themselves. Uh, rather than condemn them, he offers them sympathy. And one of them, a woman named Reese, takes a job as his assistant. Um, so let's so let's talk about Batman and Moon Knight. So Bruce Wayne fights crime to avenge the murders of his parents. Um He's basically a scared little boy. <laughs> uh, not necessarily, you know, obviously true, but he's still fighting. He's trying to right that wrong forever. Uh, Mark Spector, you know, Moon Knight, beats up whoever has it coming because he believes it, he is the avatar of the Egyptian god of vengeance. And it helps him to feel better about all the people he's killing and has killed when he was a mercenary. You know, thus Batman is motivated by vengeance for a personal wrong against his parents, while Mark Spector is actually motivated by vengeance as a concept. Um, Bruce Wayne, you know, is Batman's alter ego. You know, he basically takes on other identities merely to aid in his investigations, while Moon Knight, uh, his three alter egos, aid him as much as in, de in dealing with personal demons as fighting lawbreakers. And, you know, basically had a further psychological toll on him by causing dissociative identity disorder. So over the years, many readers pointed out that the unrealistic nature of a person acquiring um, a, a DID or schizophrenia simply by using cover identities uh, was just not, that couldn't happen. So basically later comics clarify that this is not the case, that uh, Mark Spector's personalities are symptomatic of his psychic connection with Khonshu and the different aspects of Khonshu, causing a form of brain damage. Um, but there are some fair comparisons to the way Moon Knight's uh, represented. I mean, it's going to be true with any uh, superhero that fights crime in a costume that doesn't have superpowers. You know, it, it's it's you're going to compare him to Batman because Batman was first. You know, well, if not first, but the first. You know, one of the first. I mean, you know, Moon Knight. Instead of if if he was all black, in all black, you know, there'd be the comparison would be even in greater. But he dresses it all in white. You know, so they try that. It, it kind of. But um, he's got like the moon plane or the, whatever they call it. He throws uh, crescent moon-shaped darts uh, or little blades, which look like batarangs. So you know, and he's a human, but he you know he so and he fights you know with with all of his considerable abilities. You know, like you know, whereas Batman trained under all these different people or whatever. You know, Moon Knight was trained as a mercenary, so he knows basic fighting techniques, some high-level karate, things like that. Um, but he's nowhere near as good a fighter as, as Bruce Wayne is. There are some similarities, but uh, the difference is once you actually get into the comics and read it are pretty substantial. Whereas, you know, Batman, you know, arguably is sane, <laughs> you know, and fights crime, you know, in a need to avenge something he can never really avenge. You know, Moon Knight basically is crazy. Um, and he fights crime because he thinks it's the right thing to do because he thinks he's the avatar of a god of vengeance. 
So, you know, he's, he's thinking he's doing it because he has to. Also, because that's what his God wanted him to do. It's an interesting read. You know, if you haven't read Moon Knight, I suggest, you know, grab a graphic novel or a uh, um, like some, of, some of the comic books. Or even just go through the Wikipedia, <laughs> you know, just brush up on it before the series comes out on TV. Um, because if you sit down and try to watch it dry, I don't think you'll appreciate the character quite as much. Um, I'm not suggesting you go back and read all the uh, stuff from the 80s. You know, which because it's a it's a mouthful of stuff to read, and they kind of they basically, you know, they'll, they'll say one thing, and then you know, then they change things, and like in the next next series that comes out, it makes no sense because they, they you know the story has changed a little bit, so they monkey with stuff. But if you start reading from when he was in the um, mental institution f- forward, it'll be a little bit easier because it's more cohesive, and uh, it's a little less confusing. Um, but it is fun to look at some of the older stuff from the 80s and see, like, the costumes and the characters and the interactions with the uh, the West Coast Avengers and things like that. It's kind of fun. But, so, yeah, go pick up a Moon Knight comic. You know, go read up on him. And hopefully, when the series comes out, uh, none of us are too disappointed. Uh, <laughs> I've learned the hard way not to put too much faith in the way other people interpret my childhood Um uh, toys and comics and things like that and books. But uh, I'm kind of looking forward to this. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I think the way they did uh, The Scarlet Witch by leaving it kind of open-ended, uh, possibly leading into a movie, is what they're planning on doing with Moon Knight and She-Hulk. They already uh, Kevin Feige already came out and said basically they're going to structure the series so that they can be incorporated later into a movie. Um, which might lead to you know the formation of a a darker, more um, violent Avengers, <laughs> which might be kind of fun to see. You know, I mean, they're not they haven't killed off Hulk, obviously they haven't killed off Thor or anything like that. And Thor has another movie coming out, um, but you know, imagine an Avengers B team, basically, and that's pretty much what that movie would be. It would be like you know. Moon Knight and She-Hulk and maybe uh, Daredevil and stuff like that. So a group of people that are not super powerful, but powerful enough to make a good movie. <laughs> All right. You guys have a great one, and we'll catch you next time. Peace. do it on my own so i gotta get through it and the only thing i know is to love what i'm doing never give up never slow till i finally prove it never listen to the nose i just want to keep moving keep my head up when i act head up that's a fact never looking back i'ma keep myself on track keep my head up staying strong always moving on feel i don't belong tell my boss to move along push myself to be the best die with no regrets live with every breath See my message starts to spread And I had so many dreams Then you hit your teens Life ain't really what it seems Try to find out what it means Always do it on my own So I gotta get through it And the only thing I know Is to love what I'm doing Never give up, never slow Till I finally prove it Never listen to the no's I just wanna keep moving Yeah, I put out all the heart It's my only medicine, yeah Everything
thing I do on this beat, genuine Yeah, I'm sick of being screwed, feel my own adrenaline Yeah, I do just what I do, and I hope you let me in, let me in, yeah Everybody listen up, cause I'll only say it once I'm gonna show you all the path, if you want it bad I'm gonna show you where it's at, yeah, how you can get it back Yeah, cause I ain't never done, I'll be number one Working hella hard until I get just what I want, yeah Rise just like the sun, yeah, fatal like a gun Shooter's gonna shoot and I'm gonna shoot until I fall I'm always do it alone, so I gotta get through it And the only thing I know is to love what I'm doing Never give up, never slow till I finally prove it Never listen to the no's, I just wanna keep moving Yeah, I put out all the heart, it's my only medicine, yeah Everything I do, I'm just being genuine Yeah, I'm sick of being screwed, feel my own adrenaline Yeah, I do just what I do, and I hope you let me in, let me in, yeah Stable, oh yeah, no label, oh 